0: Welcome to the Keys to the Game podcast. This is Macon. I'm going solo. I was not able to join Joe and Jack on their preview of the Kansas State Wildcats coming to town, so I decided I would do a short Keys to the Game podcast and just talk for, you know, 15, 30 minutes, however long it goes, about what Texas Tech has to do to get this done. Kendall, of course, has got previews and Keys to the Game on his end on the article side if you're more of a reader, but if you're more of a podcast listener, I got the goods for you on keys to the game. I'm going to give you four keys to the game on what Texas Tech has to do to get a critical win, get a three-game win streak going, and stay viable in the Big 12 race. Let's get right into it. First key to the game, protect Baron Morton. Look, we're going to ride Taj Brooks offensively. We just are. That's the new identity of this team is to ride Taj Brooks, spell him with Cameron Valdez, and open up the passing game very slowly on play action and some misdirection. Get Baron Morton easy, comfortable throws. He's not 100%. I mean, that's still being reported by the staff that he's getting more and more of the first-team reps in practice, but he's still not capable, I think, of taking the full workload. That's unfortunate. I'd like to see what could happen if he could really uncork it to pair with this dominant rushing attack, but he's not 100%, which also means it is critical he stays upright. You cannot let this kid get hit a lot in this game, because if he goes down, I mean, you're getting thin in quarterback real fast. I don't know anything about Jake Strong, you know, I don't know if anybody knows anything about what would happen if we had to go there. But this season could really come off the rails. But besides just an entry perspective, Baron Morton likes to roll out of the park pocket. That's, I think he feels comfortable there. But the reality is, is that his clean pocket rating against Baylor allowed him to just pick apart the Bears. I think he had something like an 89% clean pocket rating, and Tech's offense was incredibly efficient. Because, again, you take the easy throws, you run the ball, and you look for the openings that that, that creates. But it starts with the big boys up front having another game. Joe and I talked about this in our Baylor recap. It's about stacking success. That was the best game the offensive line has played to date. We've got to stack success now. We can't have procedural penalties. We can't have a bunch of holdings. We can't have uh, uh, missed blocks on twists and just whiffs. You have to play well. Kansas State has 14 sacks on the year, but they did not record one against uh. Oklahoma State which is a large reason besides the turnovers as well which I'll get to in a minute they lost that game if you get through this game with one sack or less I think you're winning this one comfortably I think you're better than Kansas State but that goes down the shitter if Baron Morton can't be kept upright. Um, and if you're really this key to the game could also be just fine the offensive line just needs to play well because you also need to get good rush blocking I'm tired of Taj Brooks having to tiptoe behind the line and not getting to see what he can completely do but uh, you know Call it, protect the quarterback, call it, just play well. If the big boys up front win their matchups, Texas Tech will cruise in this game. Um, speaking of big boys, let's flip to the next key game. Key to games get pressure on Will Howard, but contain him. Look, his legs, if you haven't watched Kansas State, which all of you should have by now at some point this year and in the past, Will Howard is a dynamic running quarterback. He's not particularly fast, but he's fast enough and he's elusive enough. He had 100 rushing yards against Oklahoma State um he he is a talented quarterback and on the ground and he balances that with a pretty competent passing attack. I think he's a little bit underrated because there it's just not that flashy of a passing attack, but the 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 reality of the situation is is that you have got to keep him in front of you and you've got to get pressure on him. That means that your DNs have to be really uh your D line has to be really aware of lane discipline when they're rushing the passer. But when they get their hands on the quarterback, they've got to finish the sack. You've got to get pressure, stay contained. I expect there not to be much of a spy, even though we've all been begging to see one. It's just not Tim DeRooter's way. But I if if there was ever a game to keep a spy in action, this is it. Because if you force Will Howard to beat you with his arm, he probably can't do it. You know, he just—he probably can't do it. That's the reality of the situation. He's a 60% passer. He's got uh, seven turnovers on the year, and he's just not looked good um, throwing the ball a lot. Where he's his best games are have been the games where he's been comfortable. He's had opportunities to work. Um, he hasn't been pressured that high, and he's been able to balance it with a with uh, some yards on the ground. Now, Kansas State is going to run the ball a lot, so you've really got to be, be aware of this, but Tech is, is particularly vulnerable to quarterback runs. Oregon ran the ball well. Bo Nicks ran the ball well only with Bo Nicks. Wyoming only ran the ball well with their quarterback. Uh, um, West Virginia had several long runs with Markiel that cannot happen. By the way, that, that game upsets me for a number of reasons. The fact that that kid was able to escape and beat you with his legs is infuriating. If, that, if Will Howard runs for 100 yards in this game, the odds are good that you've lost. If he runs for 100-plus, the odds are this could be a blowout. You have got to keep him in front of you. This Kansas State offense isn't bad, but it's not particularly dynamic. If you keep Will Howard in front of you, you force him to beat you through the air. Because that's the thing. I'm not that worried about Kansas State just running right at you. So far, pretty much nobody's been able to really just run at you after the first half of the the first half of the Houston game was the only real moment that that's happened where somebody just took it at you. Kansas State's got a good rushing attack. They have a lot of ways of coming at you. You're going to be tested. But if you take care of business like you have been all year against that, the trick is containing Will Howard, contain his legs, get the job done. Now, the next key to the game is flipping back to uh, what Tech can control, which is do the little things right. You are on a seven-year losing streak to Kansas State. I don't believe for a second that of those seven years, no more than four of those Kansas State teams are actually better than you. Where you've lost a lot of these games is in the margins, turnovers, dumb mistakes, penalties. You've got to do the little things right in this football game. Kansas State's well-coached. They're not having the year they wanted to. The loss to Missouri hurts pretty bad and then for them just from a rivalry perspective. But then you've got that loss to Oklahoma State, which is unacceptable from their perspective and anybody's perspective. Cannot believe that happened. That's probably one of the more shocking results of Big 12 play this year that will come up is that loss because Oklahoma State's truly awful. So, you know, they're they're not having the year they want. This is not a good Kansas State football team. I think you are better than them. But if you do dumb stuff, they'll beat you. And that extends to all phases of the game. You know, you beat Houston team because your special teams were special. You beat Houston as comfortably as you did because your special teams were special. You got to be sound on special teams. Fair catch the ball when appropriate. Try to return it when it isn't. Uh, Protect the kickers. Uh, uh, cover downfield on on kickoffs. you got to do it in the offensive line. Like I said, no procedural penalties, no stupid holdings, no hands to the face on D. Um, uh, uh, Minimize the penalties overall. And then from a coaching perspective, you know, Tim DeRooter has to be aware that Will Howard can run the ball. Call a game to contain him. Call a game that keeps him in front of you. Protect your defense. Um, Offensively, Zach Kittley has to continue to do what he's done the last few weeks. Ride the backs. Do not abandon what's working. You know, if they shut down Taj Brooks and they go and they really, you really can't get the run game going. All right. Well, then you move on. but Don't move on until it's been proven that they can stop it. And then there's the turnovers. Protect the football. Protect the football. If you win this turnover battle, you do the little things right. You can beat Kansas State comfortably at home. It's going to be a raucous Jones at t Stadium. You're going to have a home crowd behind you. They're going to play a little bit rattled. You just have to be more disciplined. You have to show you're the better coach program. Just do the little things. Now, the last key to the game is is a critical one, which is the receivers have got to play better. It's just they've just got to. We have got to have the ability to throw the ball to receivers who are getting separation and then making catches. There have been a lot of drops this year, but it goes beyond that. The separation's been an issue, and there's been no clear wide receiver one. I think it's fair to say Miles Price has probably made the most of that role. But even then, you just haven't had a consistent ability to go to a guy when you need yardage. Look, I think that, you know, part of this, the, 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 the hurt of the passing game is both Shuck was not a good quarterback and then his injury, Baron Morton thrust in the role, Baron Morton not 100%, but the reality is is that your receivers are not getting separation in critical moments. They're not making great catches when you need them to all the time. There have been some moments where they flashed. And getting the tight ends involved more and more has really helped this passing attack, but we don't have a guy right now. and We need someone to be a guy. We need someone to be a guy. Now, I think that that says a lot about where Texas Tech is as a program, that we are now the ground raid, but we need a guy to step up on the receiving. If you have somebody step up big in this game and you balance that with what your backs are doing, I keep saying it. I think you are better than Kansas State. I think you get this win comfortably. And I think you can you can start to feel good about where your team is in Big 12 play. You know, the the conference is so weak. It's ripe for the taking. You're going to have a challenge at the end of the year with Texas. But if you get past Kansas State, really, I think you can beat every remaining team in your schedule. You know, I know a lot of people are talking about when well, you're not going to be favored of any, none of that matters. If you beat Kansas State, I think you're set up favorably to perhaps really get a run going. Now, those are my keys to the game. Now I'm going to talk briefly about how I think this goes or what could happen in this one. I think Texas Tech wins this football game. I think it's a it's a comfortable win. I think you win this one 35-28. Uh, excuse me, 42-28. I think you win this by multiple scores. And the reason why is I think that you have a team now that's feeling like it can win. I think part of what was killing this team was they just didn't think they could beat anybody. And then you came back again after a tough half against Houston. And blew the doors off of them against Baylor. You dominated start to finish, despite making a lot of despite making a lot of dumb mistakes. You dominated Baylor start to finish, so I think this is an opportunity for you to continue to do the same. You got a lot of bad juju against the Wildcats. They they have had your number this win streak against them. I don't know the overall series history, but it has to be the longest of the series outside of when KSU was just really terrible. So I, I, I think it's unacceptable that you've had this, this bugaboo that is the Wildcats. You've got them at home. You've got the night game. You've got the crowd back on your side. You've got the momentum. you got to get this done. Now, where can this go wrong? Besides the keys to the game, the biggest area of concern for me is the inability to, uh, uh, to handle Kansas State on the ground. I think if they're able to run the ball effectively against you, which no one really has, but bear with me, If they're able to really run the ball effectively, really count on their backs to get yardage or Will Howard's legs, that is the biggest area of concern. That's why my key to the game was containing Will Howard, because I think you're going to take away the Brown game. I think you will. You've done a fantastic job containing the rush. Kansas State is one of the more unique rushing attacks that you're going to face. They come at you in a lot of different ways with a lot of noise. Um, You know, because Will Howard's such a good running quarterback, you're going to have some be very very disciplined in this game where you can get beat is of course losing on these keys of the game but where you can where the other area to look at is if they're able to run the ball and will howard doesn't have to beat you with his arm that's where you're going to run into trouble Um, look i think that tosh brooks is going to have another over 100 rushing yard game i think cameron valdez is going to throw another 50 on the board i think you run for 200 in this game i think baron morton has a comfortable day throwing the rock around i think you can beat this team I think you can end this ungodly losing streak to Kansas State, but you've got to do the little things, contain Will Howard, get pressure, be disciplined, protect Baron Morton, and have a receiver step up. And I think that if you can do even winning two out of three of these, I think you're better. As long as one of them's the little things, that's the biggest one to me. If you do the little things right, you play your football and don't beat yourself, I think you can get this done. You don't have to play perfect to beat this Kansas State team. They're a good football team, but they're on their heels. It's time to knock them on their ass. Just really throw the knockout punch on their year. Do what they've done to you in so many years past. Just take the wind out from under their sails and just really control this game. You're probably not going to blow them out like you did Baylor. This team's a lot better than Baylor. But as long as you do the little things correctly, you can beat this team comfortably and move on with your day. Now, that's all I got for you guys. Like I said, short little podcast just to get some noise out there. We've got some exciting uh, uh, episodes coming up for you guys. Our recap after the Kansas State game. It's, we got great articles out there. We also have an interview next week with uh, the Locked On Cougars for BYU. And that's going to be a lot of fun. I love when we can do the opponent interviews before a game. Enjoy the rest of your week. Get ready for a fight on Saturday night. And look, my lock of the week is Texas Tech minus one, one and a half. That is an, a crazy line to me at home. I think you cover it and cover it with ease. I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid a bit again, and that's a little worrying. I, I absolutely hate that I'm starting to buy in again just to, because I'm sure something's going to break my heart. But I that's who I am. I got to buy in. So as always, like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on whatever major podcasting platform you do. We are there. Follow the Fans First Sports Network in general. A lot of great podcasts, not just in the college ranks, but in the NFL, NHL, soccer, NBA. Wherever you want to go, they've got a team. They've got a lot of great podcasts in place. Um, The NHL coverage is really ramping up now that their season's underway, so if you are a hockey fan, um, head over there. We've also got baseball coverage um, uh, in the MLB ranks. I don't know who's still alive. They're filling out the network slowly, but surely really growing something here. And on the college level, there's a lot of great college podcasts. If you want to get a feel for some of the bigger names in college football, take a look at the college college, uh, feed and Find some of the better episodes. You can also catch me personally on the College Football Betting Podcast. And you I I highly recommend you guys listen to it because it's a lot of fun. Me and Chris are having a good time. Um as per usual, guys, this is a big one. And this is this is just life in the Big 12. You got to win your home games, gotta hold serve. Enjoy the rest of your week. them Let's check in after a big Texas Tech win.